Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 18 of Stay at Full Motherhood. Today we're talking about what to do when you feel you've lost yourself as a stay-at-home mum. When you feel like if someone asked you what you love to do for fun or what's your favourite food or colour or outfit or favourite anything, you could easily answer those questions on behalf of your kids but you wouldn't have a clue when it comes to you. Like all you do all day long is cater to everyone else's needs and when you do try to do some self-care it's from a place of getting it crossed off your list so you can then turn right around and get back to better serving other people. Well, that's going to stop today because after this episode, you will not be telling yourself you're lost ever again. Because when you're telling yourself that you're lost, then you're coming from a place of not seeing yourself as whole, as though you believe you've become only half a person since you had kids and that you need to be on some sort of mission to find yourself again. In other words, you're giving yourself yet another task to add on to your already exploding to-do list. You're in scarcity and lack and there is this feeling of not enoughness that pervades everything you do. And this inadequacy then shows up everywhere else because our brain is always looking for evidence of what we already believe. So you immediately start the day thinking that you didn't get enough sleep probably because you stayed up late because you didn't get enough time to yourself during the day. And then your kids wake up grumpy and fuss over breakfast. So then, of course, you're not a good enough mum. And by late morning, you're thinking you haven't gotten enough done. So now there's even more to do today. And then you don't have enough time to work out and you're right onto you're not fit enough and why is your partner late getting home again and why do you never have enough support or help or understanding from them over everything you have to do? Being in perpetual lack stops you from feeling full and whole and it all comes from a place of fear that we ha- we all have about never being enough. We forget that we are all born worthy and we all die worthy and that we don't have to spend our whole lives proving our worthiness to anyone at all. It is totally possible to rewire your brain to naturally see all the ways you already are living in abundance, how you are enough exactly as you are and that you have enough right where you're at now. And that you do know who you are. Of course you do. The way to do this, to get to this place, is to poke tiny holes in your thoughts of loss and lack and not enoughness by mining your brain for all the evidence that the very opposite is true about you. So what do you know about you? You know perhaps that you're a person who drives every day, for example. Were you always a person who drives every day? How did you become her? 
What did you have to decide to be a confident driver who's willing to drive every day? Notice here with this example that your identity is never fixed. You went from a non-driver to a nervous driver to a confident driver. Your identity can actually change in an instant by what you decide to think about yourself. You also know whether you enjoyed the food you ate for dinner last night, even if it was your kids' leftovers. You know if what you ate felt like a yes or a no in your body. You know how you feel when you go outside for a walk and the sun hits you. Do you like the heat of summer? Uh, that's a no from me. Or if you're telling yourself perhaps you don't know if you still enjoy reading, say, which you always used to love, then pick up a book and read a few pages and see how you feel. My best trick for doing this is to put my phone with a rubber band around it on top of a book that I want to read so that every time I feel like checking social media or text or whatever it is, I at least have the option to choose the book instead. Because all the input from social media is overwhelming us with just too much information and too many opinions and all the details of other people's lives. So it can be hard in amongst this bombardment to find space for our own voice to come through and to hear our own opinions and to know what we truly want that comes from deep inside us rather than what social media is telling us we should want with its beautiful pictures and beautifully filtered people. And then we're always reaching outside of ourselves for answers and checking in with others, often strangers on the internet, for approval on our decisions or for validation before we can even make one. We're so stuffed full of information in our virtual lives and we're so stuffed full of to-dos and keeping up with other people's expectations and standards in our real lives that it's no wonder we feel lost like we don't know who we are anymore. We're never giving ourselves the space to decide for ourselves to step into our power and to see that we know who we are. Because only when you're in your power can you feel the opposite of lost. And that is feeling profoundly right in who you are. So rather than letting our days run us as we stand back and see all the ways we think we're chaotic or lost in our phones or not understood by our partners, whilst always waiting for some change in circumstance to one day enable us to find ourselves again, we can start enjoying ourselves and our lives at home right now, knowing full well who we are. So the first step really is to decide for yourself right now that you are not lost. This is important because we can start to see being lost as our identity. We think it's just who we are and we believe it to be a fact about us that we're entirely powerless to change. Remind yourself that being lost is not your identity. It may perhaps be an energy you stepped into for a while, but you always, always have agency and choice in your life to change this anytime you want to. This brings this awareness of it being a thought and not a fact that's currently creating this sense of being lost in your own life. And it also brings a realisation that you'll never be able to feel settled or at ease or at peace with this thought because you're firmly in the belief that there's something lacking in you and that you definitely have to fix this at some point. 
And the more unease you feel within yourself, the more you want to find relief with easy hits of dopamine, like scrolling your phone late into the night or watching Netflix when you really want to start reading again or writing or painting or journaling. Your inner critic then comes out shouting and beating you up for not doing the things you know you want to do in order to grow or for not getting the sleep you know you need in order to enjoy your days more, which in turn makes you feel even more unease, even more lost and leaves you wanting to reach for your phone even more. So the next practical steps we want to take are to first get very clear on what it is you want your days at home with your kids to look like and to feel like and to believe that you're capable of creating this for yourself because you're willing to experiment and fail as you take action on this. And then to find one thing that feels good to you in your body that you love to do for you, something that truly lights you up, that brings you out of your head and into your body in the present moment. This is likely something that you love to do as a kid. And because this patterning of play already exists from our childhoods, it's pretty easy for us to hijack it and quickly feel the lightness, joy, freedom and power we used to feel when we played back then. Play really is a vehicle to start trusting in ourselves, to be able to do what feels good to us, so that our concerns about other people's opinions and other people's needs can take a back seat for a little while. Next, you want to take a look at exactly how you're spending your time and energy in your day and whether this aligns with your current values. For example, if connection is one of your values, does the way you spend your time actually reflect that? Are you with your partner or kids every day without distraction? And finally, you can pick one thing you're going to get done today and take a moment to really be in the energy of having it done. This feeling in your body that you create for yourself will then drive you to take the action of deciding exactly how long you're going to allow that thing to take and how you're going to celebrate once it's done. I love to use play for this celebration, which for me is dancing to a song I love. So I give myself, say, 30 minutes to get a cleaning task done, and then I follow that up with five minutes of dancing. So when you look at what you're building here, it's not about the tasks themselves or being more efficient so you can perform better. It's about who you're becoming through this process. You are training your brain to establish a pattern of you sticking to your word and successfully getting things done in the time you set for them. And that time does include distractions that are, uh, that are inevitably going to come in the form of your kids. Remember, these distractions are never a problem unless you make them a problem. And then suddenly you'll realise that you know you because you know that you can get anything done in the time you set for it in alignment with your values, no one else's, whilst giving yourself permission to experience something that feels profoundly right to you in your body every single day. And then you start to see that you know exactly what you love and where your priorities lie and how to listen to your body in terms of what feels good 
and you're giving yourself permission to feel pleasure and to be truly anchored and grounded in where you're headed as you continue to grow and step into the person you are deciding to be. Okay, that's it for today. Remember, there is never a reason to wait on you becoming more you. And that starts with knowing who you are. I heard a gorgeous quote that I want to leave you with this week by Liz Fair that goes, There will be many people on this earth who never know your depth. What a shame it would be if you were one of them. Thanks for listening. Till next week. Bye-bye.